Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, working from home. We also have co-host Aaron Keller. We have Jess Height, wildlife educator, um, urban wildlife coordinator Jess Wolf, and all things wildlife, our wildlife education coordinator Julie Watson. Thank you all for joining. And we're this is a totally new format we're trying out because we're all working from home. We're on Zoom right now. So thanks everyone. Thanks for having us. Of course, how's it going for everyone? It's been um, quite the adjustment. I'm used to being outside with people a lot more. Um, so I'm getting real familiar with my computer screen these days. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? So Endow employees, we're all still working, but we're just trying to figure out ways to continue doing our jobs and connecting people with wildlife. So that's why we're trying out all these new things, including this podcast over Zoom. So we'll see how it goes. Um, usually Aaron's running our equipment and he's not since we're- Yeah, I get, I get off <laughs> easy this time. <laughs> yeah. So if this doesn't sound great, bear with us. We're gonna keep trying these out, but- um, something. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Julie? But still blame Aaron. Yeah, it's Aaron's fault if this sounds bad. <laughs> So, but um, one thing we've been doing that's been awesome, it's really you, you three have been doing that, and that's why I, we wanted to invite you on, is um, we've started webinars. So does one of you want to expand on these a little bit more about how we're using these to connect people with wildlife while everyone is staying home? Yeah, so um, I believe all of our educators are just really bored. They got to educate. And with our current situation, we had to adapt super quickly. And so the last couple weeks, um, we've been mobilizing all of our educators. They've been creating programs super, super quickly and getting them up on the schedule and learning how to utilize a new technology and testing that out and figuring out how we can use that to still bring our education programs to people just in a very different format. And so when we were talking about different ways that we could engage the public, um, we had a couple ideas and I'm sure we will still implement a lot of these too, but we thought it was really important to make sure that there was still a platform where we can get immediate feedback from an, a live audience. So we chose a more webinar-like style where people can ask questions during the program and they can get them answered live during the program. Um, we will be offering other resources that are digital, like pre-recorded videos and things like that. Um, but we really wanted to make sure that we still had that type of connection that we can have with our audiences like our educators normally do when they're out doing programs. Okay, so right now we have it set up so people, um, we've posted all the events on our Facebook and then people, there's a link that they go to register through Zoom. And then through Zoom, you're able to ask questions and everything. And we always have the presenter and the monitor, the comment monitor person. <laughs> yeah. We have a panelist or a moderator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Awesome. That's so cool. We've done this. And um, we kicked it off on, when was that? I can't keep track. Can anyone keep track of the days anymore? A few days ago, this Tuesday. Um, Tuesday. Jess Wolf hosted one with Jess Height being the moderator. And how did it go? It went really, really well. I thought it was awesome because we were able to reach a lot more people than um, we typically can with an in-person class. Um, depending on where our venue is, we can sometimes hit like 30, 40, 50 people. Uh, we had over 200 people log into our um, webinar for Coyotes. So I think it was super successful. We got a lot of really good feedback and it was a little weird not having people in front of you, getting to talk to them face to face, um, but I think it was really effective and, and a super fun, different way of presenting some of our material. And clearly people enjoyed it because they want more, it seems. <laughs> Definitely, we got a lot of good feedback. Um, we already are gonna do another Coyote presentation, but we have a lot of other really cool programs that are gonna be coming out too that I think are even more cool than just Coyotes. Nice. And that's kind of what we've decided. We're going to take your webinar topics and kind of follow along with that because there are things people are really interested in and we probably would cover them in podcasts anyway. So for people listening, we're going to be covering a lot of those topics. We'll mix some few other things in like right now is our big game application period. So we'll probably do another big game application period podcast, but we'll also be mixing a lot of these webinar topics in. So it's pretty cool. We're really excited about it. And I guess, yeah, yeah oh. the, uh, I mean, it's not just us that, you know, at our at home, we're, we're brainstorming ideas all the time. So we're going to, we're going to be coming up with new topics and ways that we can connect with people because all of Nevadans are, are stuck at home at this point. So we're all looking for information and trying to learn and kind of keep your minds busy. And so there's going to be things we're looking at. Um, ways you can get ready for the summer, you know, hopefully this thing, if it ever ends, um, you'll be ready to go. So planning trips um, out into the mountains or re-spooling your fishing rod or, you know, there's all sorts of different things we can come up with. We just have to figure out how we want to package them. Exactly. So it's pretty exciting. And then I also encourage people to check out our YouTube because if you miss the webinars, I personally think it's fun to watch it live. But if you miss it, head to our YouTube, NV um, Depth of Wildlife, I believe is what it is. But just Google Nevada Department of Wildlife. YouTube. I did today. And we're putting all of the um, webinars there. And then again, if, if this sound quality isn't what you love in our podcast, we're figuring it out as we're going along. So it's just one of the many things we're figuring out. So may sound better by the next one um just wanted to throw that in there uh so peaking and they're all gonna get worse what'd you say I said or we're peaking and it's all gonna get worse yeah. <laughs> there's different ways to try it like we tried calling you and with this big of a group um it sounded weird over the phone but maybe next week I'll have the microphones and we'll do a phone interview it all just depends so it's exciting and everyone should tune in keep listening to see what we're going to come up with next. Um, but why don't we get into, I mean, it was a hot topic. Uh, your first webinar was the wonderful world of coyotes. And as we were saying, it was really well received. It's a topic people are interested in and it's been a while. I think Ed 
back when he hosted the podcast, Jess said she did a few coyote podcasts with him since um, Keller and I have been doing the podcast. We haven't done any on coyotes. So Jess, do you want to get into a little bit of what you talked about, Jess Wolf? Yeah, totally. So uh, we really want to kind of demystify the whole world of coyotes. Um, they're really interesting critters and they live all around Nevada. Um, there's really not a place that you can go that you can't find a coyote because they're just so good at adapting, at adapting to all those different habitats that we have, even our backyards. Um, so in the, the webinar, we kind of went over some coyote biology, some fun facts about them, as well as ways to kind of reduce um, any conflicts that you might have with a coyote, whether that be in your backyard, while you're on a hike with your dog, um, or with your pets in general, and even livestock. We went over a little bit um, of how to protect smaller livestock like rabbits and, and um, chickens. Nice, good information for people. So what are, could you go over some of the, um, the, the tips that, because that's what we get calls constantly, and people, a lot of people are surprised that they see a coyote, so they report it right away, they see one, that's actually a common occurrence. So what are some of the tips you give to people? Yeah, so the biggest thing with um, any sort of coyote interaction is you always want to haze a coyote away if it's in an environment um, where there's lots of humans. So a neighborhood, maybe close, really close to a hiking trail. And what hazing basically is, is getting really big, really loud, really scary, and scaring away that animal. Um, we want to give them a fear of humans so that they're less likely to come into our spaces and be comfortable around us. I think that's the best, biggest tip that I could give anyone is really whenever you see a coyote in one of those areas, scare it away. And you can do that with lots of different things. You can, you are your best tool, um, but with it, you have to be really aggressive with them. So getting really big, really loud, really scary, uh, but you can also use other things like coyote cans, which are super easy to create. You just get one of your old LaCroix cans, throw in 15 to 20 pennies, wrap it up with some duct tape, and then you have a really loud shaker can that you can toss in the direction of the coyote if it's a little too close or just shake really, really loud. Um, and that's a great tool that is really cheap, if not free to make. I would have never thought of doing that. That is a really good idea. And I do have a lot of LaCroix cans. <laughs> <laughs> About recycling. <laughs> That's awesome. And then there were some other things you could do to protect your yard too. Um, like some people will just put up, uh, you showed a really good picture in the presentation. It was just chicken wire around the chickens. And some people will do that and think they're good to go, but really that's not protecting the chickens from the coyotes. Exactly. Um, chicken wire does not protect against predators. It's really meant to keep chickens in and not necessarily predators out. Um, so people, when they're building their backyard chicken coops, I love some farm fresh eggs. I want chickens in the future too, but you really have to think about all the other animals that might live in the area that might want an easy meal. So not only will coyotes go after chickens, bobcats will, raccoons, skunks, owls, lots of different things will eat a chicken. Um, so keeping that in mind and when you build your chicken coop, getting thicker wire than, than chicken wire to contain your animals and then building fully enclosed uh, structures. So with the roof, because a coyote can jump a seven foot fence pretty easily, um, so you always want to have a roof on top. It's also going to help protect against aerial predators that might be in the area. 
and then also trying to kind of dig under the ground um, and create a little apron so any other animal that might dig into the coop will hit um, that thick wire. And about a quarter inch gauged um, hardwire cloth is typically what people use and it's pretty effective because even little animals that have little hands that can go into the chicken coop can't get their fingers and hands in there that way. Nice, very good information. And we're actually approaching the end of the first half, but I'm thinking when we come back, um, just height, we could go over some of the frequently asked questions we got from people. And then even with social distancing and being in quarantine and everyone staying at home, the wildlife is still out there in our yard. So maybe we could get into that a little bit. So that will be right after this quick break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we've been talking about this webinar series we've started to keep connecting everyone with wildlife while we're all stuck at home. And um, we were talking about the first webinar we did, Jess Wolf presented it and it was on coyotes and then Jess Height was the moderator. So you were answering a lot of the questions that came through the chat. What were some of the main questions we got on that? Yeah, so kind of like Jess touched on at the beginning, um, she said that we are trying to de demystify the coyote, and that's really what it comes down to, is that a lot of people just don't know very much about coyotes, and so um, just a lot of the questions are, you know, I saw a coyote, should I be concerned? They're close to my house. Do I need to be worried about my dogs? It's very... Um, a lot of the questions are very pet centric, which as a uh, over, overly obsessive dog mom, I totally get that. <laughs> um, so that's where a lot of the, the questions come from is how to protect themselves and how to just properly interact with coyotes. Uh, this platform I, I really like because I do definitely miss interacting with people, um, getting to, that we aren't able to do you know, face-to-face -face programs, but it is nice that, you know, people can ask us questions and then everybody else in the chat is able to see those questions as well and get them answered. So it's, it's been a really good platform. Jess also did something that I really liked that, um, you know, after she was talking about what attracts coyotes, she asked everybody to kind of think about their yards and what they might have that could be attractants in their yard. And everyone was letting us know that they have, you know, koi ponds or uh, water features or things that they might not have other, otherwise realized can be an attractant for coyotes. So just, yeah, a lot of the, the questions and comments were just kind of basic stuff. They just want to learn more about coyotes. And, and there was um, a lot of really good feedback. We got lots of people just thanking us for, for doing these programs. They really enjoyed it. That's cool. And I actually saw when you, um, I watched it. I'm creepy. I was watching. I wanted to see how it went and it was great. But um, when you asked everyone the question, I'm like, this is where it would be good to have like, you know, a live group of people. Um, but that's awesome that they actually were commenting in the comment section because I didn't have that up on my screen. So that's right. pretty cool. Yeah, no, we got a lot of a lot of great feedback and then we're able to like read it out to everybody so that they know. Uh, so some give them some more ideas of what they should be looking for in their yards. Nice. Well, very cool. So I think we 
we have a lot of time left. So why don't we go over the um, webinar schedule? Okay, so right now the, the schedule is evolving. So right now we have a lot of wildlife bed specific topics on there, but um, I really truly urge people to keep an eye out on our Facebook and see how the schedule is changing because we're putting up new stuff every single day. And there should be some more angler and hunter um, specific things in there for people that want to learn more about that too. So, um, but they're all going to be great. So I don't, I don't think there's a bad topic in there. So today at 2 PM, which today, I don't know when you're going to put this podcast up, but I'm going to say it anyway. So today's Thursday, the 9th, we have a podcast or a webinar program on nocturnal Nevadans. So about our creatures of the night that live here in Nevada. And then on Friday at 2 PM, on the 10th, April 10th, we have a Nevada's Raptor program. We don't have anything on the schedule for the weekend that could change though, depending on when people feel like doing one. Um, Cause I will say we got this coyote program up on our Facebook on Monday for it to air on Tuesday. And we had over 200 participants. So I really urge people to keep an eye out on the schedule. Then next week on the 14th, we have Nevada Birding for Beginners, also at 2 p.m. So far, we have them all scheduled at 2. I don't foresee that changing. Um, on Wednesday, April 15th, we have a Rattlesnakes and Gopher Snakes program with Jess Wolf again. Yay. And on the 16th, we have an Exploring Your Backyard with Technology on the 16th at 2 p.m., which is with myself about different um, wildlife ID apps that people can use. And then the following week on the 20th, April 20th, we will actually be redoing the Coyote program, not redoing, but it'll just be offered again. So Jess Wolf will be offering that program again, that Coyote program also at 2 p.m. And then on the 21st is a Reno's Backyard Bird program, also at 2 p.m. And so people can go onto our Facebook and they can register for these programs and they will get sent a link to um, log right into that program. And if they miss it or if they have technical problems, we are recording all of them and they will end up on the YouTube channel. So, And I didn't understand how it was going to work. And when I registered, it was so easy. Like you, the link was sent and then it just had me type in my name and email address. And then I think I got a follow-up email about the link to click. So it was really easy. And then what's cool about these is everyone's at home. So why not listen to fill some time, but then they're also giving you activities to do while you're at home. Like they're giving you ideas, a lot of them. And then like Julie was saying, um, right now it's kind of wildlife heavy, a lot of wildlife information, but we're, we're brainstorming and we have our angler educators working they'll probably come out with who knows some fly tying ones or who knows what they'll come up with and then some hunter education so. yeah so we're trying to think for the angler and the hunter side of it we're trying to think of things that um you know sportsmen and women or people that want to kind of get into this stuff that they could do but then we also got to be aware that you know they have to be able to order supplies in from online you can't just go to your local sporting goods store right now or we're not advising it anyway to go pick up a bunch of supplies. So for fly tying, it's a it's a, a pretty easy one. You know, you can go on to your wherever you want your fly supplier, you know, and get the materials and get the stuff just 
drop ship to your house. So we just got to be aware of that. We have some some simple ideas that we're trying to think of, you know, how to clean a shotgun, how to zero in a rifle, um, how to plan a trip for next fall, things like that, where we, um, how to apply for big game tags. You know, there's, there's some things we're doing, um, one is uh, we started Foodie Friday on our on our Facebook page, which so it's sharing recipes. What's that? I said it's mouth watering. Right, so sharing recipes and and ideas so people can dig into their freezer and cook wild game at their house. So um, just kind of keep an eye on all of our social media, our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, we're gonna try and hit people and with all different stuff. With we got a bunch of different ideas coming down. Exactly. So want to keep people busy. And um, while we're on that topic, we also, I mean, we want suggestions. What do you want to hear from us? Whether it's the webinars, um, if you have an, an idea for our educators, they may be interested and they may like it. Or if it's a podcast idea, send us your ideas um, on Facebook. That's probably the best way or even Instagram. And uh, we'll see we'll see what we could do because we need Yeah, you can they can also leave them in the comments of the podcast they can leave them in the comments of youtube that'd probably be the best anywhere where we've posted the video we're gonna see whether it was a webinar that we posted or the podcast post just comment and give us suggestions we want to hear them as we get through this and um if there's yeah just anything you want covered that you want to learn um a lot of opportunity ahead so, um, one thing, cause we still have, it's fun talking to you guys too, because <laughs> we haven't been interacting with a lot of people. So we still have a few minutes, so I'm going to keep this going as long as I can. Um, <laughs> but we were saying how, and this may be a whole nother topic, but we could almost focus on coyotes today while everyone else is staying inside or they're out social distancing that the wildlife is still there. And it's actually the funny part about all of this happening is it's that time period where the wildlife gets more active after, I mean, we're going into spring right now. So people. Right. I, I was saying, I, I saw a photo, I forget if it was on Facebook or Instagram, but it was a lone coyote on the, the bare streets of Las Vegas, the, the Las Vegas strip. And there was a coyote and somebody had taken a picture of it. It was kind of, it was very cool, but very eerie. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know that coyotes are down there and this is just making it more apparent, I think. Yeah, exactly. So any tips, the Jesses, as I always call them, any tips you guys would want to give to people right now? I mean, you've given a lot of great tips, but just keeping that in mind. Yeah. So right now it is, um, kind of pup season for the coyotes. So they're, they're going to be more active, searching for food, feed, feeding their pups and everything like that. Um, so just being really cognizant and aware of that. And they're going to be territorial of, of where they're living, trying to protect those areas. Um, so if you do, if you're taking a walk around your neighborhood um, to let your dogs do their business, making sure that they're always on a leash um, and hazing them away whenever you see them and know that they can come into your backyard. Like I said, kind of before they can jump over a seven foot fence pretty easily. So making sure that you're monitoring your pets when they're outside. Um, if you do want to leave your pet outside unattended, think about investing in a dog run with a, a roof so that nothing can happen, keeps your dog safe. 
keeps the coyotes safe and all of that. Um, with cats in particular, making sure that you don't let them outside. Uh, cats are known to kill two billion birds every single year uh, when they're left outside, not individually, but as a group. Um, so keeping your cat inside definitely protects not only your cat from predators or cars or any kind of thing that might be in the area, but it also helps to protect our wildlife. Um, and there are awesome options like building catios so that they can still be outside, but you're still doing your part to protect our wildlife and protect your pets. True. And it's a good time. I mean, a lot of people are home, so why not stay out in the yard with your dog when you let them out? Or why not invest in looking into some of these ways to make your yard coyote proof? Like this is something a lot of people might not usually get around to, but what a time to do it right now. Take advantage of our time home. So any, oh, what were you going to say? Someone almost. I was just going to say for sure, like it's perfect time to do all those leftover projects that you need to do. Like I need to paint my whole house. So. <laughs> exactly. So um, anything else? We're on the last minute now. Anything else you guys want to add? Um, just thank you to everyone who are staying home for Nevada. Uh, you're doing your part and I know I really appreciate it. I have people who are vulnerable in my life. So thank you for those of you who are doing that. And then also thank you for everyone who is an essential worker. I always kind of feel guilty when I have to go to the grocery store, but I need to eat. Um, but I'm really grateful for all of those people who are out there and, and doing their part to keep us safe and fed. Aw, thank you, Jess. That's a great point to make. Thank you, everyone, all you essential workers and just everyone doing their part to stay home. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.